I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Do you believe in ghosts, Kevin? Um, well, if Whoopi tells me that I should, then I will. She's like my Oprah, Good answer. right? Good answer, yeah. Because I pretty much do everything Whoopi Goldberg tells me. I trust her. I just do, yeah. you know? I I enjoy her. I think her performance in the, in this is not only her best performance of all time, but one of the best supporting performances ever on oh, yeah. the history of the silver screen. Yes. I mean, Academy Award, she got a Golden Globe, she got like a BAFTA, uh, and it's all deserved, you know? Whoopi definitely she uh, carries this movie. It, it would be a mm-hmm. much lesser film without her. I would say she's really, in a lot of ways, the secondary protagonist, even definitely. because even Demi Moore doesn't get a lot to do in this movie. I kind of forgot she's kind yeah. of just like sad the whole movie, and like I get it, like her you know boyfriend but just died, but it's she like... does that great like I'm gonna cry out of only one of my eyes trick, which I love. <laughs> I don't know how this she does it because it yeah. seems like it's it's it, it's not like a cutaway. It's it's like you actually see her going from no tears to the one tear coming out of the eye, and I'm like that is a really good trick. What is yeah. she doing? Like Quite what me. is she thinking about to get that one tear? The early '90s were very good too. Demi Moore. It was like this and like a few good men and there was, there was several the other girl. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. A few good men. She'd already done St. Elmo's Fire and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. And about last night. What else was she? A few good men. G.I. Jane. God, uh, she was in like everything in, for a while. Indecent Proposal. And indecent Disclosure. Proposal. Or disclosure. Disclosure is yeah. fucking wild. That movie. <laughs> That's a good like erotic thriller. Erotic thriller, yes. It gets those. like really like strange and like high tech and kind of like virtual reality, yeah, which yeah. isn't something that you would expect. Uh, right. But it's it's so weird. Oh, and <laughs> so she was in an adaptation of The Scarlet Letter. I forgot about that. I too. seem to remember that. I watched that instead of reading the book in high school. That was, I was you, very disappointed because it was very different from the book. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's not. I don't think this is right. That was big in the early mid-90s. They were taking all those, like, classic literature uh, books and turning them into films again, that, which I feel like uh, we haven't really had a period like that for a while. But we've Little had some Women in the Crucible they they mm-hmm. did, I remember, back mm-hmm. then. Uh, Both with Winona. And, yeah. Yeah. They always uh, made there's, those. There's a bunch of them. And then they, they, all the teen movies became adaptations of those, too. Like, yeah. you know, Ex- Emma became exactly. Clueless. And, yeah, 10 mm-hmm. Things I Hate About You was Taming the Shrews. So it was just, like, one thing yep. after another. Um, but, yeah. We were very literary back in the 90s, I suppose. Bringing the bard into the 90s is what they were doing. Yes. Bring that bard in. <laughs> spruce him up. Throw in Alicia Silver- Silverstone. Yeah. You got a hit. That's all, that's, that's all I want, really. <laughs> that's all we want from life. We're very simple folk, really. It's true. Really it's, are. true. it's true. I read about it on Cliff's Notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, this has some Shakespeare in it, too, right? Because they're going to... Is it Macbeth? Macbeth. Macbeth. Yes. Which is what which a show is to be going to tragic. on your last night on Earth. Yeah. God. Yeah. Like, couldn't they at least like you know send them to the Tyne Daily Revival of Gypsy or something great that yeah, was going on at that same upbeat. time? Yeah. Something with, yeah. With, with with a little pizzazz. And I've heard the movie itself was partially based on Hamlet, which I can kind of see, like with just uh, he he liked the idea of betrayal kind of and the stuff. Fa- the, yeah, and like the father's ghost, like you know, talking to him. Only now it's like mm-hmm. he's the ghost himself and everything else. And right. um, I don't, yeah, it was interesting. 
uh, viewpoint on ghosts. I don't think it really been done this way in, in mm. this to this degree of like having a full protagonist be the ghost throughout the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I certainly hadn't seen that. I don't think this is no. one of those movies that I feel like I came out of the womb having seen before. Like it just, it's always yeah. been in, in my life. I, th- I think cause it kind of mm-hmm. came out around the same time. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was always a film that we had on like in the background. We had it on yeah. tape when I was a kid. It was just like a yeah. film we all watched a lot. Yeah. And, uh, and you just kind of forget how great it really is. I mean, the structure of this movie is is pretty flawless. Pretty solid, yeah. Uh, I mean, the mystery is, I, I don't know, maybe it's because I've seen it so many times. The mystery is fairly obvious, like in terms of like uh, um, the, the, the friend, Carl. The Carl, uh, yeah. Oh, like well, even from his first moments, he's like, oh, are you going to that show later? I'm like, okay, oh, Carl. Yeah, I, I do think it's, it's because we've seen it so many times. Okay. Because I was watching it last night and I... For a second, when he's first introduced, I was like, you know, he's kind of likable, you know, because they're in the elevator and they're like pretending that they're sick and they're like, I've got a contagious disease and a rash and everyone's like, oh, let's get away from them. And so there's, Mm -hmm. it's a fairly realistic friendship at at first and even for about the first 30, 45 minutes, like he still seems like he's a good friend, like he's helping Molly, he's not making any big sort of you know romantic gestures to her just yet so you're like okay he's actually playing things pretty well and then once it comes out it's oh oh man once he starts like starts trying to like fuck her like i'm like okay uh okay it's getting weird and yeah and then it just gets stranger and you're like that son of a bitch yeah 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 he was in jason lives wasn't he he was he was in that and i think he'd already done his uh episode of designing women where he played the guy mm. with aids and there was that big right um that that big speech that was so good i think it's one yeah. of the best episodes that they ever did mm-hmm, mm-hmm. tony goldwin we should say the name tony goldwin tony lovely goldwin. yeah 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 um he's fantastic in this he's so good at just playing a creep he's really good <laughs> Yeah, he yeah he really is. Uh, uh. <laughs> I love that. Like once he gets found found out for for like about the last forty five minutes of the film, he's just like a sweaty neurotic yeah. mess. He's just he's falling just apart a, at the a, seams. A nervous, <laughs> a nervous breakdown. It's it's hilarious. It's so great. <laughs> I love when um uh, Sam is confronting him in the house and just like pushing him around. He's like, "What the fuck oh, is going so on?" Fun. It's so much fun. He's like turning on the stove, turning off the stove. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's so much fun. Just like yeah, punching him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. This is we were talking before we started recording. This is like an interesting film tonally for sure. It's like it doesn't really fit into any one subgenre, no. right? It's you can, yeah. It, there's some romance. There's a little bit of a little bit of thrills and like some mm-hmm. uh, I don't know mystery and it's just a lot of things crammed into one. Yeah, and, there's um, just about everything yeah. really. Yeah, and that that tends to be very hit or miss. It seems like when people try to combine mm-hmm. genres like that, but it definitely works. I read they went through like 19 drafts of the script. Or, Oh well, well, that's not really that bad for Hollywood. I think, yeah. Usually these days, Hollywood cranks out like you know, like fifty drafts at least, and then it's still yeah, a mess yeah. somehow. Yeah. Um, but with this script, yeah, I, I I do remember hearing that like the cast and crew were like, "Is this movie gonna work?" Because it's mm-hmm. so it was so unlike anything that had had really been done up to that point. Because I mean, it's I guess all in all, it kind of could be encompassed as just like a sort of supernatural drama if that's even a yeah. genre i don't think it is but maybe it could yeah be like border bordering on melodrama but like not yeah. quite there i'd say it's like supernatural romance drama kind of thing yeah. yeah yeah 
It's like um, the I th- I think the only genre they don't tackle in this is like the western. I know. Yeah, <laughs> like it's everything yeah. else is pretty much accounted for because I mean, if of course you have that uh that very memorable pottery scene with the mm-hmm. unchained melody in the background, which is basically a musical scene because without yeah. that song, the scene does not work. Right. Which I was expecting that scene to be really cheesy because I'd seen it parodying so much, but it actually yeah. really still works. It still it's not works, really right? Cheesy. Yeah. No, and I forgot like, how. Wow. Or, I forgot how early in the movie it is. I always remember it yeah. being later for some reason. It's like right in the first like 10, 15 minutes. It's, uh, yeah. it's it, true. It, and It is uh, kind of a yeah. strange scene though because it doesn't really move the plot in any no. major way except it's it's kind of a little thing that comes back later on at the end when they, you know, when they dance to the same song. Um, right. But it's just a nice little scene to kind of show their relationship and, you know, get some yeah. – music in there yeah i guess there was some um concern initially because they hired you know jerry zucker to direct this and he had mainly done you know Air- airplane and top secret and all these comedies yeah. um so bruce uh joel rubin who wrote it was like i don't know if i want to work with this guy because i don't know if he can make the film that i want to make and then they got together and i guess they found a good kind of tonal balance of what they wanted to do mm-hmm. and um he did jacob's ladder that same year which is a great yeah. um supernatural thriller too with kind of similar vibes because that it's similar kind yeah come, kind of come to think through. of it yeah like a supernatural kind of odyssey um and uh yeah uh, uh, what else about it i mean score by maurice jare who did dances with wolves the year before um oh it's open. such a beautiful score it is and uh oh i like at the God. beginning like it's like a horror film and then like all yeah, of a sudden it goes like into this, the like, pretty music yeah synthy kind of like it at first, you're like, is this a Child's Play sequel? What yeah, is happening? Because it it's, yeah. it's like the opening credits and the music, it's just like this creepy, like deserted, dusty loft in the middle of like yeah. New York. And it's it's nighttime and there's just some lights coming through the windows. It's very atmospheric and kind of moody. Yeah. And you're like, what is yeah. this? And you're like, okay, well, it's called Ghost. I guess it's a horror movie. I don't know. And then yeah. it starts to become like a romance. And you're like, okay, I guess I can get, get into that. And then it's... yeah. And then it changes again, and then it becomes a comedy, then it becomes a romance again. It's just like, it takes you on a journey. <laughs> it does. It does. It uh, runs the gamut but of emotions, for sure. The music keeps up every step of the way, because the romantic mm. scenes have the most beautiful music I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. The yeah. moving scenes have, it, it's, I mean, it's just, it's, oh, it's the most beautiful score. I cry every That's time. It's great. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Opened on July 13th, 1990, which is 31 years ago, which is fucking crazy. Oh, my God. Wow. Um, Almost 31, anyway. Uh, It was an unexpected box office hit, grossing $506 million against a $22 million budget. Damn. Uh, Whoa. That's that's nuts. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, we talked about, you know, the early 90s. I don't know. it's, It's just a hard period to really describe it because it just mm-hmm. seems like it was so kind of like we're coming off the 80s which were so big and loud and nobody really knew what to expect for this like early 90s so it was a lot of like kind of experimental type stuff and thrillers mm-hmm. and everything else and uh um this feels very formative in some ways to even like what lies beneath in some ways like it's not really like a full thriller but it does sort of have some vibes for what would mm-hmm. ultimately become with that later on i think um yeah, there's like still some like '80s residue in this film. Yeah. I, I I would assume it was probably shot probably in like late '89, so that's probably why. Probably, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, yeah, the, yeah. At one point, I did see. Um, there's a scene. I think it's right before. Um, uh, what's his name is killed with with the 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 car. Um, 
and oh, Willie. uh Willie, I think. Willie, yeah. And he passes a video store, and I saw a poster for A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. That's so neat. Nice. So it must have been somewhere after that came out on video, which was 89. That's true. Yeah. The, the Usually the films that come out in the first year of each decade are, were filmed, you know, the, you know, the mm-hmm. one before it. So it's always hard to, like, put those with, you know, the next decade. So this is probably yeah. more kind of toward the late 80s more than it is the early 90s, um, tonally and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um but it does feel like it's sort of setting up a lot of the kind of thrillers that would be popular in the early 90s in, to some degree. You know, um, <clears throat> uh, yuppies in, just, in peril. Y- yuppies basically. in peril, very yeah. much, very much. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of vibe. Um, <clears throat> and critics liked it, too. It has like a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Should be higher. It's always hard. That's fine. Yeah, it could be higher. It could be higher. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ebert, Ebert liked he gave it 2.5 out of 4. Again, should be higher, but whatever. Um. <laughs> what? Ebert, Ebe, come on, man. What is wrong with you? He's been letting us down lately, yeah. God. Maybe it's just in like those. Unless it's Halle Berry. Maybe so. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's all it really took. He's like, well, you know, I don't like ghosts, but that Halle Berry could make me like some ghosts. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she can take um, me on the ghost train. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, it, uh, Newsweek said like that it was a zippy pastiche that somehow manages to seem fresh, even though it's built entirely out of borrowed parts. I'm like, okay, oh, well, there's nothing well, wrong with that. Uh, you know what? That sounds about right. I, yeah, I, th- yeah. I can think of worse things than being called a zippy pastiche. Yeah, definitely. And all the parts that it does quote unquote borrow are interesting and they, uh, yeah. it's like the, the best of all worlds, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, we talked about Whoopi got plenty of recognition as deserved and, uh. Uh, it was a huge hit on video too. It made like forty million for Paramount just on video alone, which is pretty great. I I definitely this definitely had the VHS. And yeah, is one of those movies. I think we got the tape of all places at a McDonald's drive-through. Do you oh, remember when they would sell <laughs> VHS uh, tapes at yes, McDonald's? Vaguely. Yes, yes. It was like that in like Field of Dreams or something. I can't mm, rem- remember, mm-hmm. but it was all like films like that were made around that same that oh i think uh char charlotte's web was one. Oh yeah yeah and yeah, we yeah, yeah. we got all of these from a fucking mcdonald's drive-through i don't know oh my why because yeah, yeah. i think they're all from different studios well i i think charlotte's web and ghost are paramount but mm-hmm, field of mm-hmm. field of dreams was universal so i don't know if they had like a deal where they were just gonna like it's so bizarre yeah yeah, and I think there's like a stamp on the back of the box that says like McDonald's. I'm like, that's so mm. weird. Yeah, I don't know what huh. that was about. It, it was an interesting time for for that. Yeah, I, I remember the, all the all the toys were always whatever was big in theaters at the time, yes. and like know, Pocahontas uh, and the Lion Pocahontas King and Power Rangers and yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, anything else about production? Not too much else. I mean, uh, I guess they wanted Kevin Klein initially, but then they saw. Um, I know. Then they saw Swayze and they were like, you know, he, he's great. And uh, Swayze was trying to get off of his kind of – he didn't want to be pigeonholed as an act, action star because he had just done that Roadhouse movie, which is uh, oh, yeah. is a kind of a camp, a camp film from what I understand. It's, it's so become that top. way. Yeah. 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 My dad used to and, love uh, that movie. Every time it was on, he would have to watch it. I was like, what is the deal with this Roadhouse movie? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never, I don't think I've seen it all the way through, but I've, I, I remember haven't either. bits and pieces from it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and of course he did, uh, of course, Dirty Dancing, not that far before this, yeah, right? That was, that was 87, like 87. So yeah. 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 yeah so not too much before that. Probably got cast in this probably two years after that. So that's, that's not bad. Yeah. 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 And I read, this was interesting that he actually was the one who suggested Whoopi Goldberg 
they were not looking That's at her right. initially. They didn't want her. That's interesting. Um, she yeah. she yeah. she told a story recently that when they were yeah. casting this, she heard from a friend of hers, "Hey, I just went on this audition, and it seems like every black act." actress was in this room like everyone's trying to read for this for this part and Whoopi was like um well why didn't I get a call and so she called her agent and they were like oh yeah um they don't want to see you because they feel like you're Mm going to take people out of the film and she's like I'm an actress like I can play whatever you want me to play like I don't need to do like you know shtick and um and eventually they buckled down and they said, okay, we, you can come in and read. And then at, at that point it was just like, well, clearly she's perfect for this part. Yeah, you know? this, yeah so. apparently this is what some like e-online thing I was reading, like fun facts about Ghost. Uh, <laughs> they said that, yeah, uh, that he was the one who initially was like, yeah, you know, you need to call her in because, you know, she's great. Yeah. And then they did. But uh, I get, yeah, they were also looking at like Oprah and Tina Turner, apparently, which would have been interesting. But, uh, you um, know, I, I I could see I could see it slightly. Yeah. I don't know. But I just think Whoopi just has like just the perfect personality for this. I, I, she's, I, I yeah, guess she just I can't see anybody else in this part. Demi was the only one they wanted right away, but she did an audition with long hair and then came in with that short bob cut like the first day of filming, which is oh, kind of wow. funny because I think in a lot of ways That's she's dangerous. been very it, it is, but I think in a lot of ways she set the that that um style for the early 90s, so that's kind of funny she that She did. Like, I mean, yeah. wasn't there that episode of friends were mon because like i want the demi more haircut and then phoebe gives her the dudley more haircut instead so that was yeah yeah, that was like four or five years after that so i guess she's she still had that hair by that point i don't think she got the the long hair again until striptease and that might have just just been a wig and that was like 96 or so so yeah, that style was only popular for like a couple years there because you know they had like single white female had it and uh oh that's right yeah uh, the Guardian, remember we were watching that, the the mom and that had it. Oh, she and, did. Uh, yeah, that was probably made yeah. around the same time, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, what about the movie, movie here, you know? Uh, what about it? Yeah. It's a joy of a film. It is. I mean, it, I, I appreciate that it opens with, like, two topless guys just, like... <laughs> uh beaten on things and uh covered in um whatever it is smut i don't know <laughs> i love this time in film because it seemed like in like the mid 80s to probably like mid 90s maybe late 90s if you wanted to know that your character was like really cool and hip they mm-hmm. would live in like one of these awesome lofts and it was just like the the big windows and like all the dust coming in and and the yeah. light it was just like a like i think it started with like flash dance where yeah. she had this amazing loft and i i just i always thought that was the coolest thing on earth i always was like when i grow up i want to have a loft yeah and i'm like it turns I don't out like in order sun, to have a loft yeah, yeah yeah in order to have a loft you have to be a rich <laughs> banker who <laughs> <laughs> you need 50 million dollars <laughs> This is like the only movie that's ever made me care about a banker. Like, <laughs> I know. I was like, usually I find these people repulsive, but yeah. you know what? I like Sam. He's a good guy. Yeah. And for a second, I liked Carl too. And then he turns out to be a d bag, and I'm like, I don't like you anymore. Right. Yeah, they're not like. Well, at least um, Sam isn't like an insider trader or anything. He's just kind of no. a banker. He just that just like what he does for a job. But uh, yeah, you know, Carl is definitely has some. Uh, weird deals going on on the side. And, yeah, uh, he wants to work his way up. He's kind of a little backstabber. Yeah, yeah, and he's got a lot of associates who are not on the up and up, and I think they're drug dealers, mm-hmm. right? Like that's what a lot yeah, of them are. Um, exactly. Uh, oh, it's so yeah, sketchy. It's, he's he's uh, 
how did you get this way, Carl? Like, you seem like a nice enough guy, and then, yeah, something something happened, and, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he is, like, greed, one, one of the yeah. most, like, fascinating, I guess he'd be more of, like, a sociopath. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because it's I just, so. I mean, what he's willing to go through to get what he wants is a little terrifying, and he doesn't really seem very bothered by it at all. He I doesn't, mean. because... You learn in that little exchange with him and Willie later on that, like, he didn't really intend for Sam to get killed. He just intended yeah. for him to get robbed so he could break into his apartment and get the codes for everything. But then when right. Sam does get killed, he's not really that broken up about it. He's just kind of no. like, okay, uh, well, this is unfortunate. Didn't really see that happen- coming, but oh well. <laughs> but let me get that book that's in the apartment. It's like, my God, like, dude, yeah. like, this is just next level assholery. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. Um, But things do start out well because, you know, at the beginning of the film, Sam and Molly are a nice couple in their, I don't know, late 20s, early 30s, I guess. mm -hmm, And and they and they have a friend named Carl and they're moving into this this beautiful um, loft in the middle of New York that I'm I'm sure cost 15 arms and legs to 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 buy. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I can't even imagine. I mean, and and mm-hmm. and I wonder how much that would go for nowadays. Good lord! I know, it's probably yeah, like yeah, twenty mil. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. And, uh, and they're moving in, and see, Molly's kind of like a sort of artsy person. She makes these sculptures and pots and stuff, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and um and Sam, as you said, is a a banker with Carl, and um. And, you know, like, he's kind of having problems because, like, he can't just say that he loves her. You know, like, she's really big on, like, the whole, like, I love you thing. And he just can't say it. He, he can only say ditto. One of the most iconic lines, of course. And Yeah. He's, he's afraid that I think film. he's, like, everything. What does he say? Every time something good happens in my life, I'm afraid I'm going to lose it. So he's afraid that I think if he gets mm-hmm. too close to her and actually says it, that he's going to lose it. He's going to yeah. lose her. And, uh. Uh, I think that's part of why you can't say it. Yeah. It's relatable. I I think you know he just thinks that if things yeah. get too good, something bad is just going going to be right around the corner. Which I mean, if if, mm-hmm. if you think think about it, that is life. You know, like yeah. you're having a really good day on Friday, and then Saturday it's like, oh, my dog has cancer. I just got run over by a car. It's like things yep. tend to happen that way. And, uh, and that's what happens in this movie. Yeah, literally, what happens? They go they mm-hmm. go to a, a play. And as they're coming out, this guy robs them and then shoots him dead. And the weird thing is, is that, you know, Sam doesn't realize that he's dead. He has to turn around and see, oh, my God, why is Molly cradling my bloody corpse? What's going on? It's a great scene. Yeah, just the tragic uh, sense of him discovering, like, his his own body yeah. and uh, just her breaking down and... Uh, that then and the then light of God like, shines yeah, on. These and, yeah. lights just come out of the s- s- sky, kind of leading mm-hmm. him up to he- heaven or the next realm mm-hmm. or whatever. I do like that yeah. this film doesn't really say it's it's heaven specifically. It's just the next realm. You know, it's 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 not a very religious film. It's just kind of like a it, yeah. It's kind it, of kind it, of go it, to the next world. It's fairly or implied, but it doesn't yeah actually say yeah you know, because yeah. because because later on you get the demons who are that's true probably from yeah. hell but, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it doesn't come right out and say like if it's no. like a religious version of anything, yeah. which is kind of nice. Um, it's not like, it's... well, you were a good Catholic. That's why these lights yeah. are coming for you, Sam. Like exactly. it's nothing like that. Exactly. Thank God. Nothing like um, that. 
And yeah, so he, he he kind of like runs for for these lights, but then he's like, no, I don't really want want to go because I feel like I've got more stuff to do here. So he goes back to Molly and yeah. the lights just close up like they just go away. And he's like, where did they go? Oh, shit. I might want I might need those at some point. You know, he's yeah. like, where are they where'd they go? <laughs> he's got unfinished business, right? That's a he term does. I heard a lot in these early 90s Casper yeah. and everything I else. Ghost movies. Did did Casper like coin that? Because I feel like that's. That's the one I remember the be. most. Yeah, you know, because the um, uh, Bill Bill Pullman made a whole like career out of helping people move on and uh, solve right. their unfinished business and everything. That's so, right. Um, yeah, Aww, that movie's so good. Anyway, but um, yeah. <laughs> I digress. And uh, and so then like he's sort of he's like, what do I do now? I mean, like I'm dead, but I can still see my loved ones. I can still see what's going on. So he's he's pretty much just like haunting molly for most of like the first act of the film he's just kind of like trying to sort of like he wants to reach reach out in some way and let her know that he's okay Mm -hmm. um but he can't do it and and she's grieving i i love the scene where she's just talking to sam and she realizes how stupid she sounds and because like i feel like a lot of people do that when when someone that they love is dead you know they Mm -hmm. they do still talk to them even if they're not sure if they can hear them they're just trying to find some way to contact them and and find out that they're okay and uh what sam does realize though is that the cat their cat can kind of sense him Mm -hmm. and so whenever he's around the cat the cat kind of like freaks out a bit so that's like a little plot point there animals have that Um, sixth sense right and uh sense things and they're happening they do they really do i firmly believe that i do think animals can sense these like weird other side things there's just something about it i don't know it's true and there's like there's a lot of other ghosts around too apparently Mm -hmm. like when they're at his funeral there's that random woman ghost and then there's the ghost on the train and the one at uh, at at the hospital hospital who, who, who who's like are you new here kid and yeah, uh yeah. and then he he sees another patient who's just gone into cardiac arrest go up mm-hmm. into the sky and have his yep. soul taken into the other side so he's like well okay mm-hmm. why didn't my soul go up like what's going on here yep. so he's trying to figure yep. that out like what are the rules in this world cuz it's a you know, it's a whole new yep. world really yeah a whole new world yeah i was uh, going to i was going to give you that i set it up <laughs> thank, I set you, it up. thank you thank you thank you <laughs> Set up for the T and I hit the ball. Speaking of the 90s. Yeah. I love the 90s. Yeah. uh, The CGI is not terrible in this movie either for only being like 22 million to make. I mean, only 22 million, but, you know, uh, it could have been more expensive and I think looked worse even so. I think it it really holds up well. I think it looks better than most of the stuff nowadays. There's like a weird kind of artsy quality to it. Like, because it doesn't look too realistic it it almost yeah. has a kind of a a really fantastical aspect and that's true it, re- it plays at the kind really of works well for the story surreal yeah kind of artsy vibe yeah. it's um, kind of beautiful at times yeah yeah and even just even just like the the costume design i like a lot in this movie like even just his iconic like red shirt that he's wearing throughout yeah. this whole thing like i like i just always think of that when i think about this movie for some reason just me that. too and, yeah and the the kind of like tight pants along with it too but yeah the yeah. red pants and and uh later on when when we get we're all got, we're almost at to whoopie so i'll wait for that but you know uh, oh, her yeah. gold number is yeah great. oh my god <laughs> That's so, so he's yeah. like 
I've got to, you know, I've got to figure out something. And yeah. there's this one scene. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping this. I don't. I think this came before Whoopi, right? I think where Willie sneaks back into the apartment. Is this before we meet Whoopi? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if not, it's the like guy the yeah. Yeah. that killed him sneaks back into the apartment after Molly goes out for a walk with Carl. By the way, this is the shortest walk of all time. I'm assuming she comes back in to change clothes to be more appropriate for a walk because if not, that is, I I guess they walk to the mailbox and that's it. I don't know. It was just a couple steps, you know, getting their steps in for the, for the week. They're they're yuppies. They're they're on the, they're on the run, you know, exactly. They're too busy for actual walks, you know? (laughs) And so, Sam is trying to warn Molly because Willie's in the house and he's like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. he took my wallet. He knows where I live. He's going to come in and try to hurt her, hurt her. And yep. so he he wants to find some way to warn her. Well, the cat senses that he's there and he scares the cat enough to make the, the cat jump across and scratch Willie. So that scares mm-hmm. him out of the ap- apartment. Thank God. But now he's he, he's like he's going to come back and I want to find some way to communicate with her so he goes on a little trip he goes on the subway and he's he's just just riding around he sees another ghost who's kind of dressed like a hobo who seems very angry and it's like get off of my train and stuff and he's like throwing him like through the train almost trying to hit another train he's he's very aggressive very mean he is um but then he ends up in brooklyn where he sees this spiritual advisor being advertised. So he's like, oh, maybe I can talk to this person and and they can tell Molly what I need them to tell her. So he goes in yeah. and, and he witnesses this um, sort of seance involving Oda Mae Brown. It's so good. I, <laughs> this just, entrance is one of the best entrances so of all just, time. With her like trying to guess like uh, you know the name of this person who this because she has a client there and she's like, is it Anna? Is it Consuela? Is it Josephine? Is it Maria? Oh Maria, Maria, like, yeah, yes, Maria, Maria, Maria yes. <laughs> like she's so obviously a fake. She's just like yeah. scamming this poor woman oh for everything that she's that she's got. But then Sam starts to react to what she's doing and saying like little yeah. like off color things you know like mm-hmm. these these little asides and groans and stuff and she's like who is that and yeah. so she can hear him now and she's freaking out because she doesn't really have the gift as she advertises no. but all of a sudden she can hear this person who's not in the room and she's like what is happening yeah. and and so eventually sam like tries to persuade her to go and talk to Molly and she's like I'm not going to do it I'm not going to do it so he he stays in her apartment at night <laughs> and just starts to sing all night long yeah, the, I'm Henry the Eighth I am and so she's like okay fine I'll do it just as I want the job of like her two friends who just stand there next to her when she's doing these readings and just go, good, good mercy. Oh my God. Oh Lord. Oh, oh Lord. Like Lord that's what I, mercy. that's the job I want. I know, right. Where do I apply for that job? That's, that sounds fun. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and so he, he persuades her to call Molly mm-hmm. and t- tell her that he has a message mm-hmm. and she does. And of course she doesn't believe it. She kind of hangs up and stuff. Yeah. And so they have to go all the way to her loft. And this she's just idea. like screaming on the street. Like yeah. she's just like, hey, Molly, is that you? And everyone's like, shut up, woman. And she's like, you shut up. Yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. so great. 
yeah. she's trying to tell her all these things and eventually she does persuade her she she gives her enough information that she could possibly not know yeah. to get her to come out of the apartment and they go and they meet for coffee and she's like you know what actually i feel like this is a bunch of bullshit like i don't know why you're doing this but you should really stop and she gets up to leave and sam's like no you've got to stop her say that i love her and she's like he says he love he loves loves you and molly's like no because he would never say that so haha mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. he's and he's just like tell her ditto ditto and she and she just goes ditto and that's what stops her and molly's like wait a second okay that's that's weird that's very weird yeah. you must be on to something here so all now she's a like convert little, it's great and all the little like bickering between uh Odame and sam is just so great too like <laughs> just like what wait he has a little attitude doesn't he like we're having a little discussion here don't we he's apologized like, oh, he's, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's a white man isn't he you're, you're a white man <laughs> oh he's cute cute but white <laughs> cute but white <laughs> it's so great it's so funny because you just so you can only picture what it must look like to have her talking to this person who's not there because you see she can hear him but she can't right. see him so she Which, really doesn't yeah. know where he is it's easy it's easy to forget that throughout the film because, like, we can see him, but, like, she cannot see him at all. So it's she really can't. just it's just it's this so... little voice in her ear that will not shut up. Over... <laughs> so she basically looks insane. Um, yeah. And so Molly now believes her. And, um, and you know, she, she's she now knows that this guy, um, Willie, who he has followed to his apartment, yeah. um, has is going to come back and try to get her. And so we get the he's trying to iconic warn her. line, right? Of Molly, you in danger, girl, you in danger, girl, <laughs> which has been gift one of the like most a million times. Yeah. One of the iconic most. lines in cinema history. <laughs> and, um, and so then she tells Carl, she makes the mistake of telling him and he's like, Molly, I think you're crazy. Like, this is just someone who's trying to like get money from you or something. And she's like, no, like yeah. she really knows a lot of things that she couldn't, possibly no and he's like well okay how about this like i'll go and see um this apartment you know and see what it's like and so he goes and sam follows him and and he's like watch out carl like you're gonna be in danger and stuff and then carl like knocks on willie's door and uh they're just like good old buddies and sam's like wait what the fuck what the fuck's happening here Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and we realize that uh this whole thing is carl's fault He's the one who set yep. everything up. He has paid yep. this guy to rob Sam. You know, he didn't intend for him to be killed, but still, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and steal this stuff so that he can get the the leg up on the on the competition and stuff. I'm not I'm, I'm not really sure exactly what he wants to do. I don't know a lot about <laughs> banking yeah. personally. But... Insi- insider trader, whatever the hell they do. But yeah, and. And then he also just, like, offhand says, like, just take care of Oda May, too. You know, just, like, basically yeah. go, go kill her, too. And it's like, this guy mm-hmm. really is a sociopath. He has no problem yeah. just, like, just killing people. Like, it's, um, like, exactly. you can tell he finds it kind of distasteful. It's that kind of um uh, <laughs> yuppie kind of yeah. thing. But at the same time, <laughs> it's like, he doesn't want to have to deal with it. Like, you go do yeah. it. He'll delegate to you. But, you know. <laughs> he's, he's like, I'd prefer not to get my hands dirty. Uh, you can yeah. do it. You live you in Brooklyn. You, 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 <laughs> you must be scuzzy. I don't know. Like, it's so weird. <laughs> And, uh, and so, yeah, he actually lives in Odame's neighborhood, too. Mm-hmm. And so now the stakes have been raised because now we know that Odame is in danger, too. Yeah. And so now they have to figure out a way to stop all of this. 
And what they learn is that Carl's trying to get all this money into this account by someone named Rita Miller. Rita Miller. And they come up with this idea to have Odome pretend to be her and forge this check to, like, close out the account so that Carl's screwed. And it's such this entire sequence is so great. It's it's just yeah. so funny and and her outfit is like this like pink church outfit that she you know she wears to church every Sunday. I, and I the swear. hat it's, it's just, and the hat. <laughs> yeah, there's just so many little like one liners in this that were probably just like ad libbed by her that are just so good. They like, must gas, be. little gas. Like I, I got gas from time to time. Gas, <laughs> <Little> gas. <laughs> Four million dollars. <laughs> How would you like that? Uh, 10s and 20s, 10s please. 10s and 20s. It's like, a cashier's check would be best. God, that'd be fine. <laughs> and then she's like, where she's like trying to describe like how she got the money. And she's like, well, mama, she took the money and she put it in the gas pumps. You know how every gas station has those gas pumps. Usually six or seven of them. You know, they just, they just really add up. You just got so great. And so Sam is giving her enough information to make some small, some small talk with this guy who works yeah. at the bank, you know, because he used yeah. to go to these cr- Christmas parties. Par- parties and he knows him a bit yeah. and then molly shows up at the the bank and yeah. so they kind of have to scramble out and she goes up to the guy and is like hey is is that woman oh 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 brown and and she's like no uh actually her name was rita miller she had to close an account and she's like thanks and so she 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 leaves and yeah, i think um, we uh, skipped over uh Carl Carl's being a perv once more and yeah, yeah tried to fuck her essentially and because he but, takes uh, off his shirt which is very tempting um it's it's not subtle at all like he's like let yeah. me just pour some like tea on my shirt oh I got something all yeah. over my shirt I'm like oh my god Carl what are you like a a 22 year old stewardess like what the hell are you? <laughs> let me bend over and get this pencil I dropped yeah. like what, like, what yeah. is this Carl and the whole time Sam is just like what the fuck is going on um but he realizes that he can push over the um, picture frame. So then he yeah. goes and finds the guy right. in the train. Oh, yeah. And there's that whole little bit, Mr. Miyagi type bit of mm-hmm. like, let me teach you how to do this. Even though he's not very helpful at all. He's kind of like, just no. do it. You know, just channel your he's anchor and just do it. Starting to learn the rules of the other side. And that is yeah. that, you know, you can actually cause things to happen. You can make things move. You can get people's attention. Yeah. Um and 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 so he he does learn how to make things move and and stuff yeah. like that, which does co- come into play later this on. The screenplay is really solid because just absolutely uh, every everything that happens has a consequence and leads mm-hmm. to something else, and it just there's a very strong follow yeah. through. I think it won the Academy Award for best screenplay, and I can I can see Rightfully why it's very so. um, yeah, it, it's very well constructed and yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, every scene. I mean, like the the pottery scene, it doesn't move the plot forward, but it does give us right. nice character stuff and also yeah. sets up the song that comes into play at the end so right right it right, still right. needs to be there you know right and yeah. uh and so yeah now um carl is uh freaking out a bit because yep. this account is apparently closed and he's like oh shit that's four million dollars this is not good this is not yeah. this is not good mm-hmm. and Sam decides to have a little fun. At this point, he's getting a little cocky. This is really Sam's yeah. down downfall here. And he just goes right. to his place of work and just starts to throw things around, move office chairs, ty- ty- <laughs> type so in his good. name on the computer so that now Carl knows that it is definitely Sam's ghost that is haunting him. And he's like, so shit. Good. 
And so he's like, I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to kill Molly because, you know, that's the only thing that's going to get your at- attention. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to Molly's apartment loft, you know, thing. And, yeah. uh, and Sam is still like fucking with him and stuff and turning on the stove, turning it off and moving things like punching him in the face and stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and he grabs a knife and he's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to kill her. And he's like, shit, what am I going to do? And at the same time, Willie has been tasked to kill Odame. Mm-hmm. And so Odame and her, I, I, I want to say they're like her sisters, maybe? Are they her they sisters? They seem like it because they're living, yeah, I mean, they're living together or just yeah. really close friends or something. Yeah. Um, oh, I think we, we skipped her too. Like, uh, she gave the check to a bunch of nuns, which was oh, yeah. a couple of nuns, which I was really that? funny. Lord. That's so, um, <laughs> that's like because one it, of like, the best pop parts of the movie <laughs> sets up her sister act turn a couple years right yeah, that's true <laughs> and i love how the one nun just like looks at it and she just like passes like, out immediately she's like oh <laughs> and she like oh. and she just can't bring herself to quite give it to it she's like she won't give him the check it's comedy gold it's comedy gold it's and um yeah because then after that she's kind of like okay well i guess i'm done right so she's kind of like yeah she's done yeah and um and that's when the stakes escalate, and yeah. w- Willie goes after Odame, and she has, has to hide in this apartment, and Sam actually shows up and starts to play with Willie a bit and, like, kind of try to, like, screw him up, and it scares him enough to where he goes into traffic and is hit by a car and dies. Mm-hmm. And then all of yeah. a sudden, his spirit comes out of his body, and he's all like, what the fuck just happened? And then these yeah. creepy motherfucking demons come out of the shadows yeah. like He's out of the ground weird. and like the air vents and the like it's just it's so weird they all come, distinctly, come out and, like drag him off to hell or distinctly remember these little things from my childhood yeah just oh these, they're scary uh, I, I read i read they filmed this by like having people on roller skates which i can see like kind of just wow going through there and yeah um i bet yeah, they laughed a lot like, when they shot this because it must have been really yeah. fun funny to yeah. watch but the way it plays out in the film is actually very a effective because you never see the yeah. faces it's just these these no. weird blobs like it almost looks like they have have on like black hoods maybe and they're like sort mm-hmm. of like grim reaper-esque looking yeah but you it's true it's see. interesting the difference between when a good person dies mm-hmm. and the, the, the light of heaven comes down it's like you yeah. can come if you want come with us yeah. when, when a bad person dies it's like no you have no choice like, you're no fucking choice. coming with us <laughs> you're gonna get you're gonna get tortured in hell or wherever yeah. they are <laughs> wherever it is <laughs> barbara St- streisand's dungeon barbara- <laughs> dungeon, dungeon <laughs> of pain it's the prince of tides for you buddy <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the guilt trip yet too bad you're gonna see it fifty thousand times meet the fuckers yeah, on a loop. in 3d <laughs> in 3d it's and uh, and, uh, and so yeah he's carried off and so sam's like oh well i'm really glad that that didn't happen to me i guess that's 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 good got something yep. to look forward to and yeah. um and so then he's like okay well now i've 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 got to help otome and mm-hmm. molly and otome goes to the apartment and she tries to persuade molly that carl's a bad guy yeah. and what eventually works is that she pushes a penny through the crack of the of the of the door and sam on the inside of the apartment is able to manipulate it to where it like floats up the wall and then like floats in the air mm-hmm. and then molly is sold once again 
on the gifts of Odame. Yeah, because she had been convinced, partially convinced by a cop earlier that Odame was a scam artist, which... Uh, I, to be fair, Odame kind of was, but she you know, was. Uh, she did these she, fake IEDs, which comes into play yeah. when she pretends to be Rita Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you got to make money somehow, and uh, exactly. Uh, I never really have faulted psychics for that. You know, it's like yeah. if they are helping people, even if it's you know just providing them with some sense of yeah. closure or whatever. Like, how exactly. is it a bad thing? You know, I don't know. Yeah. And but it's but, it's yeah. uh this turns into one of the most lovely scenes of of the film where. Um, Sam is able to like possess Otome for a bit mm-hmm. and like touch Molly and they, and they, they dance to the same song, the uh, and, unchained melody. Yeah. And it's important too that Otome very specifically provides consent to all this too. And she's the one who yes, suggests it, which she does. Um, I think is an important plot point because it's like if it had just been like him possessing her, you know, that'd be pretty fucked up. But like she's very much like, you know, yes, you can do this for a couple minutes and then we're done. You know, that's the type of thing. So, yeah. But see, the the catch here is whenever a ghost does this, when they possess a live person's body, Mm -hmm. after they exit the body, they don't really have their powers for a bit. Yeah, they're kind of discombobulated and it's hard to, yeah. do a whole lot so yeah he can't really fight against carl when carl shows up yeah because here comes carl with his big bag of bullshit and he's trying to kill him you know punk punctilious prick as our dear Uh, rachel would say exactly exactly he's he should be stabbed with that little red pencil he loves so much yes and uh and so they like climb out the fire escape and go up to this other empty loft and carl's chasing them and stuff and then at some point, Sam gets his power back and is able to manipulate this, like, swinging anvil thing, mm-hmm. which hits a window next yeah. to Carl. And then it causes the the broken window to fall on top of him and, like, split him in half, basically. <laughs> it is pretty fucking gruesome, and like, compared PG-13. to the rest of the movie. Yeah, like, he's just, like, like bleeding you... profusely. Like, yeah. I don't know how this got past the ratings board. Like this is yeah. gorier than some stuff in like a Friday the Thirteenth movie. It's it like is. very yeah. Final Destinationy, and uh, it is. Yeah. It's just gore and blood spraying everywhere. And then Carl comes out of his body and is like, "Oh, yeah. hey Sam, I can see you." And then all of a and sudden, s- here s- come s- the little demons. <laughs> Sam just he, Sam just looks at him. He's like, "Oh, Carl!" <laughs> like just like, that whole oh. like like. What Look can what you you've say? done. Yeah. And then he gets the demons and they drag him away. Thank God. Yeah. And then this is the moment that I lose it every time. I just, I can't help it. I start crying. I cried last night. <laughs> I still cry every fucking time. Cause then the beam of white light comes down and yeah. then yeah. he has to say goodbye to both Molly and Odame. Mm-hmm. And they're, and you know, and then Molly doesn't say she loves him. She says ditto. And it's just so sweet. And, and they I, sort oh. of kiss, but it's like the light of God yeah. kiss. And she, she can see oh. him now because for some reason the light of God is shining on him or whatever. And it's like, okay. Oh. It's right. really <laughs> moving. Like, I'm I'm sure there are some that are like, this is just like sentimental bullshit. Fuck you. I mean, but it's a little sentimental for me, but it works in it, the context it, of the film. Somehow you know? it works. I don't know how yeah. it works. Maybe in the yeah. hands of less skilled people it would just be saccharine and ridiculous but somehow it works in this movie and i cry every time 
it's just like all the pieces coming together. You know, you got you got the white light from earlier, and you got um, all of them together, and they've just had this big giant life threatening thing, and it's just, yeah, it's just a, a culmination of so many different things. It's cathartic. Me, and you have to have some sort of release. Yeah, it's also the music because all of a sudden yeah, this music, beautiful yeah. like instrumental version of Unchained mel- melody comes in, and yeah. it's just so yeah. gorgeous. Mm-hmm. and the lighting is so beautiful and it's like it's sort of like what you hope the afterlife will will be it's like a very hopeful ending it's a crowd pleaser you know yeah. and he just goes he's... up in his white light off to heaven and yeah he's finished his, un- his unfinished business is all yeah. taken care of and uh oh. gets to go live off i'm in heaven or wherever the hell he's going you know it's beautiful and, uh, it is a beautiful yeah. movie it is it's uh yeah, it's it's it just combines so many genres, like we said, and somehow it all works at the end. And uh, it's 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 really got something for everyone. Maybe that's why it was yeah. such a big hit, was because it was like, it was, well, yeah. the wife wants to go see the romance, the kid wants to go see the comedy. I want to see yeah. the horror film. The Let's horror, go yeah. see them all in one movie. <laughs> like, you know? yeah, it it uh, was the largest grossing film of that year. So yeah, it was. Yeah. Rightly earned, too. You know, it's there are some films that are such like box office hits where I'm like, Mm -hmm. I get it. I get why this was a hit. It should have been a hit. Like, I feel like this in Titanic, I still think that film was great. I think it deserved to be a big, a big hit. It's it's a good Mm -hmm. story. You know, it's just a good story. So, more films like this, please. 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 Someone, anybody. Yes. Anybody listening? Anybody out there? Please give me more ghosts <laughs> and more quality parts for Whoopi Goldberg, please. That would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah, I've, I love has she her. Done anything recently? Like she doesn't do much, but then she does one. so much on The View now. She probably doesn't have time to. Yeah. You know? Well, they've been talking few, about Sister Act films. Three for they like have. Disney Plus or whatever. But we'll I think see. it got the green light. But I, so I guess yeah. there must be some kind of script. Yeah, it was fun to revisit this. Um, mm-hmm. I just picked up. There's a there's a cool little like paramount blu-ray that they just put out paramount presents blu-ray and it, it looks really great too and uh, i love the cover on it it's really it's really cool um i, I always did love the poster art for the film just yeah. like all it, yeah. it's like white and blue and kind of like mm-hmm. you're not really sure what the movie's about but it's very evocative and you're like i want to mm-hmm. i, I want to know what that movie is you know yeah tell me more tell me more yeah it was a fun little uh final Girl with go- girls with ghosts. There's two girls mm-hmm. here and one ghost. Right. Uh, for movie for the month. <laughs> two so girls, was, one ghost. That was fun. <laughs> the yeah. alternate name of the film. <laughs> two girls, one ghost. Oh, God. <laughs> Very different film. Uh, Maybe that can be the name of the sequel. They can bring Demi back too, girls, and she helps ghost. too. You, you know, okay. it's like they're a team now. <gasps> oh, sold. Yeah. Come on, Paramount, bring it on. Who, who's gonna play the titular ghost? I don't know. I don't know. Um, who's like big with the kids now? I don't know. Uh, I, don't, uh, I don't know what the kid's like. Uh, Darren Chris or something. <laughs> I don't know. Nick uh, Jonas. I don't know. <laughs> Nick Jonas. <laughs> Joe jo- Jonas. Harry know. Styles. He, Harry you know, Styles. Why? Perfect. Oh, there, there we go. <laughs> 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 we'll bring all the kids in. You know, there, there is a, a kind of a melancholy to the film since Patrick Swayze actually did die. Like it, yeah. it it's yeah. kind of a tougher film to watch in some ways because he seemed like a really, really nice guy. And I... I always he feel did, you know. When I watch it, I always got a little bit of a gay vibe from him, but I don't know. I did too. Like, I mean, I mean, he did too long like foo, and yeah, and he's a dancer, but you know, I don't know. He never came out if he was gay. I don't know. That is what's kind of nice about him in the in this movie that 
he brings this nice sensitivity to this mm-hmm. role and yeah. uh, it's not what you normally see from men period but especially yeah. not like kind of bigger framed guys like he is mm-hmm. um it's usually like the twinkie guys when we do see some sort of right like you know nightmare on elm street 2 you know freddy's revenge mm-hmm. like you know very exactly. twinkie kind of guy which we love we i mean we love a you know twinkie oh, final course, board, but yes. it's nice to see yes. like a a, di- a different kind of guy here too also having emotions and um Boy, yeah breaking down I'm, and yeah i'm trying to picture kevin klein in, in this part and it it's it's not doing it for for Kevin me. And I like Kevin Klein. I like Kevin Klein, but yeah, he can be a little stiff. Um, a I mean, little he's good theatrical in, in, too, you know. Like yes. Kind of. Yes. He'd be, be he 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 would be like Molly. You must let them know exactly that I have died. Yeah. Carl's a bad man. Like it would be very. I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think it would, he, it would work. He was great in In and Out, which is coming to yes, Blu-ray, which I'm I love that for. movie. But yeah, he, that's a very kind of theatrical role where he was able to yeah. do some things with that. So yeah, it's true. Yeah. I, I think. Uh, I don't know if very many actors could have captured this kind of blend here, the kind of the sensitivity mm-hmm. with, you know, um, uh, the anger at times, the frustration that kind of yeah. comes out. And um, uh, because he is kind of scary at times, and that's just where he gets like really pissed um, yeah. about something. And uh, it's a great part. I mean, because there's there's such is. a range involved mm-hmm. in this in this in this part, you know, and yeah, a lot of male roles don't always really have a lot of range it's just like one note yeah. anger one note sadness one note you yeah. know f- yeah yeah farce and it's and yeah. but this is kind of he gets to play it all which is kind of yeah awesome it's a, it's a good good trio here and they all mm-hmm. work pretty well together and they play off each other and they do um yeah uh good movie worth Such revisiting movie. It's, if it's been a while oh. folks go go check it out um um it's, y'all it's 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 pretty perfect really i mean it's it's yeah i can't think of anything i would change really i kind of love it um, all yeah i might i don't know i might cut i don't know there's not a whole lot you can really cut but um yeah it's like every scene kind of has a point screenplay yeah so i I don't know i guess i i guess i would leave it pretty much how it is yeah it's uh it's very solid yeah we love ghosts we love ghosts and uh do you love ghosts, listeners? I hope you do. Is it your favorite because. movie of all time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were, you know, uh, gonna do Josie and the Pussycats, and we'll still do that yeah. at some point over the summer with oh, yeah. our friends at Mo- Movies That Made Us Gay. They have invited us on there at some point, so that'll be fun. And uh, yes, we're always kind of like, should we stick to like more horror adjacent stuff? Which this was a good kind of balance of that, where it kind of oh, has yeah. a little bit of the some horror stuff. In there. Or, um, uh, because if we open the door completely to camp, it's like there's so much, uh, which, yeah. is, which is fine. But we only end up doing like 12 of these a year. So it's like we want to exactly. make sure we pick stuff that people want. Yeah. And uh, it's nice when they kind of line up with our monthly theme, too. Oh, uh, totally. I mean, I, and, and you, you know, these 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 picks don't always have to be like necessarily like, you know, I mean, it's called camp. But like, I don't think yeah. Ghost is really campy necessarily. I mean, there's there's some elements, but it's a yeah. pretty straightforward film. As opposed to like you know something like Drop Dead Gorgeous, which is so like ridiculous yeah. and kind of yeah. crazy, or some of the other films I, that we'll talk I about at some point, I'm sure. It's it's a hard one because I, we have a history with the film. Like I don't mm. know if someone who watches it today would find I wonder, it. Like I feel like I they might find how it that would go, pretty yeah. cheesy, but Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Because uh, yeah. I mean, just, I mean the whole the pottery scene has been parodied so much right that I, yeah I don't it's know. such a piece like, of pop but... culture now it, yeah but just watching the effects last night i was like i feel like these look better than cgi does usually like the newer stuff it doesn't look realistic but it does work with no the, but it's got the, like an artsy tense. vibe like yeah. it's kind of like i feel like it's supposed to look kind of bizarre and kind of 
Yeah. Like the, yeah. it's almost like the frame rate is different with some of those scenes. Like it's mm-hmm. like things are a little choppier. Yeah. Um, but it's like a really cool look. Yeah. As opposed to yeah. like the CGI stuff. I don't. They're probably gonna remake this in like five years, and I'm gonna be probably pissed I'm off. They haven't, <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't already announced it. Yeah. I'm shocked. Or like a well, they like did. A, a ghost mini series on paramount plus or something you know? I, don't I mean know. there was a broadway musical which is apparently True. not very good from what i heard but that's the, what i've the heard yeah. i've heard bits and pieces from the score and, and it's it's okay i guess but not yeah too memorable I'm, um, i can see it maybe working as a musical but on on yeah. stage i don't know maybe more of a as as a movie musical maybe but on yeah. on stage you're kind of limited by what you can do like i think that's why there's never really been a truly satisfying production of something like say carry the musical because for the prom mm-hmm. scene what are you going to do on stage there's not much you can do yeah you know you yeah. can like flick flicker some lights i mean that's pretty much yeah. it so yeah, i feel true. like some of these could work as musicals but they would have to be on film yeah and it's it's unfortunate when like a musical is adapted and it's just not the best like score or anything yeah. because then it's like nobody else can go and do it themselves and make it right. better which kind of sucks right. um but yeah, you know yeah because it's, yeah, it's like it's it been goes. it's been done and and, and yeah. if it kind of had a bad reputation the first time then they're not going to come and yeah. s- see this one even if it's right. technically better you know right right but that's the sad part them's the them's just how it goes yep that's true and, uh, yep. it's the way the cookie crumbles mm-hmm. the way the ghost uh, i don't know the way the glass <laughs> splits Carl in half. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll start using that one in daily life. <laughs> That's just that. the way the glass splits Carl in half. Who the fuck is That's Carl? Just... <laughs> That's just the way Carl gets eviscerated, you know? I don't, yeah, That's uh, just the yeah. way you make the pottery to unchain Melody. Uh, mm-hmm. You know how that goes. Uh, Six of one, half a dozen of the other, and uh, yeah. There's no Y in team. <laughs> Um, okay, well, you know, we will be back next month with another Campy Gym. Um, motion picture event. That yes. one's motion picture event. Um, <laughs> we've already picked it. I mentioned we have. This, that one. It's, been, it's been a while, so we'll see how Same it is. Same here. Um, I'm excited. Uh, we don't need to tell you guys where to follow us because no, you're Patreon subscribers. Uh, so thank you so much, as always. Thank you. Um, we appreciate you so much. Yes, we love you. Love you, love you, love you. Um, in a healthy way. Um, yes. Yeah. We don't want to be like codependent about it or anything. But, like, no, no, no. We no, love no, you an appropriate no. amount. Okay. In an appropriate way. A non creepy <laughs> amount. Yes. <laughs> We're not going to stalk you at night singing Henry VIII in your ear, you know? Well, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I, I might. Um, <laughs> I mean, if I have nothing better to do on a Friday night, which, yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be real, it's a pandemic, so. <laughs> This is what we're doing on a Friday night. So if, if yeah, that's this is this is true. what this we're is, doing. This is yeah, you know. <laughs> that's our social okay. life. <laughs> that's our social life. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll see you next month for the next episode. Bye, y'all. It's been Bye. real. Yeah, it's been real. Bye.